You're listening to episode number 77 of the Journey to Manifesting podcast. Are you excited? Because I'm excited. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the show. I am really grateful that you're here with me today because I have a very special guest. Her name is Michelle Sorrow, and I know you're going to love her. She's a TV retail host on an Emmy Award winning show called Extra, which you've probably already seen. She's a speaker, she's the host of the Mindset Mashup podcast, which I can highly recommend. And Michelle is also the founder of the Video Mastery Academy, and we talk a little bit about this today. She's passionate about helping people and products to master unstoppable and measurable impact. She's a lifelong volunteer in community service, and she works with the homeless to help them find and retain employment. Oh my gosh, her list of accomplishments is very impressive. She's also a published author on the topic of gratitude, and she's meditated with the Dalai Lama and literally walked on fire. This woman, Michelle Saro, is the real deal. If you are looking to share your message with the world and learn how to be comfortable with visibility and getting on camera and connecting with your audience at a much deeper level, then you must find Michelle's work and connect with her. And to fall in love with her as much as I have, you need to listen to the conversation we're about to have. I was blown away by her wisdom and her insight and most importantly, her vision. There is something so inspirational by people that are on the path of purpose. And if you know anything about me, you know I love the law of attraction and manifesting and most importantly, serendipity. So when my friend James, who I met back in, oh my gosh, 2012, introduced me via Facebook to Michelle, I knew that I had found a kindred spirit that understands this work and is doing the powerful, powerful work that is required to help people to live their life the way that they want to on their own terms with passion and with purpose. So without further ado, I present to you Michelle Sorrow. Welcome, Michelle, to the show. It is so great to connect with you and have this conversation with you right now. I couldn't be more excited, Sarah. How is your day so far? It's pretty good. Pretty good. I'm excited to, it's only, it's only before lunchtime. So it's only just started getting started. <laughs> True. But though for, for someone like I'm sure us, there's a lot that's happened since before lunch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard to describe the long list of things that happen even sometimes before the sun rises. <laughs> so true. Especially with four gr- kids, girlfriend. I don't know how you do it. It's amazing. Yeah. So I would love for you to introduce who you are and what your mission is in the world to the listeners because sometimes that's the best way of people getting to know who you are rather than me reading from a sheet or a script i love that you know so who am i my goodness um that reminds me of one of my favorite books and then movies the way of the peaceful warrior with dan millman if you recall and it's Mm -hmm. like who are you this moment you know what time is it now i love (laughs) that whole concept Um, Who am I? Well, I'm definitely a very um, 
<sighs> Lately, fired up, empowered woman on a mission to help people help people. And I do that through various uh, platforms. So on air, I've been on air as a TV host for almost 10 years. I do it as an empowerment coach. I do that as a speaker taking grand stages around the nation, soon to be world. And I do that through books and through private clients, um, not only consulting, but coaching. But really at the heart of everything that I do as my sole mission in life, it's for me to align with God's grace flowing through me so that I can love myself and better serve others. That is truly what I think it's all about. And so every platform, every group that I lead, I'm always com coming from that mindset of how can I just be fully aligned, get out of my own way, and just truly show up for what is needed in this moment to help lift this person, this group, or this mission. Mm, oh, I love that. Oh, mm. and I, I just want to honor you for the work that you do in the world because you truly are changing lives. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know, isn't it funny in our work? Sometimes we don't know. You know, you really don't know. You, you're 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 out there, and I don't like to use the word hustle and grit and efforting. I used to do that, and I accomplished a lot, but I was exhausted and I had adrenal fatigue and no life. So now I flow more and I get more done. Actually, I'm more patient and it's faster. It's incredible. Um, but but what I do love is that. It's, it's when you get a message from someone who heard a podcast or who writes a note or leaves, you know, a Facebook message. And when they share one little nugget of something that meant something um, to you, uh, excuse me, to them. Sorry, someone was knocking on my door. <laughs> That's what happens in a live podcast. Um, and that is where you're like, oh, that is my why. Just one person, you know. Do you feel the same, Sarah? I do. I do. And it's just that tiny little idea that you might not have even considered has power to it that transforms exactly. someone's life because we become so desensitized as teachers. We're fully immersed in this work that we realize that so many other people are on different stages of the journey. It's so true. And so never to underestimate the smallest things, you yeah. know, for your <laughs> listeners um, in real time, this is, you know, the beginning of May, but um, Sarah was just on my podcast and we had a wonderful conversation. And as I sat, I just want to just let you know, Sarah, as I closed up my computer, you know, in my home in Santa Monica and just, you know, thought about why that conversation felt so juicy and, and wonderful. It was the simplest, most profound wisdom that you dropped. And I was like, isn't oh. it that? Right? The yeah. basic truths that sometimes we just need to be reminded of that are the most powerful. Yeah, it's so true. It doesn't have to be complicated. No. And that's what I was so shocked. I was like, this woman out there changing the lives of millions of souls around the world. Literally, I mean, what is your what is your goal cast video up to by now? Oh, it's 30 million now. I oh just hit that. <laughs> I know. That's 30 crazy. million views, 30 million yeah. souls. And that's just from the one video already tens of millions of souls. And, you know, and with Dear Universe coming out, which of course, you know, I pre-ordered, but I was just thinking, you know, at the end of the day, you know, it really is those simple truths that we just need to be reminded of. And then who you go to as your teacher or your guide in that moment, it's perfect for your stage in the journey. So anyway, I thank you for all that <laughs> oh, you're doing. I know this is not about you in this moment, but you're amazing. Oh, well, thank you. Oh, it takes one to know one. You know, it's like, <laughs> we're reflecting it back to each other. Yes. So with the theme of simplicity, I really want to run with that because simplicity often comes from traveling the road of complexity yeah. <laughs> over and over again. So take me back to the dreams and visions that you would have when you were a little girl and where your curiosity with wanting more began. 
Oh, I love that question. So when I was about five years old, my mom said that I put my hands on my hips and I looked up at her in the kitchen and I said, mom, I want to have a job where I say what I want, when I want, how I want and where I want. I want that kind of a job. What kind of a job is that? And so we were like, okay, is it a teacher? Is it a lawyer? And for some reason, I decided it had to be an actress. <laughs> Which, of course, <laughs> hands, is the antithesis. Hands on the hips. Yeah. Right, exactly. I was yeah. already presenting. And, uh, and so I tried some acting in my 20s, and then I became a realtor, and I thought that that was me getting to say what I want, when I want, how I want, and where I want through open houses and through holding court with you know certain clients that I loved over the years. And then I got into TV, and that was a dream, like real TV, like to TV host. That was a longtime vision. I had a very specific goal. I wanted to work on this, this Emmy-winning entertainment news show called Extra. And I don't even know why, Sarah. This is one of those strange <laughs> things, and I know you've got similar stories in your back background where I just saw it. I didn't even watch it, but I saw that I wanted <laughs> to work on that show. I also recognized that it was primetime, which means an evening show, which just tends to mean it's got a little more glamour and more viewers and more reach. And so I never came close totally let it go. But in 2010, I got an opportunity and that was when I was really talking about it, really visualizing it, you know, and getting clear that mm -hmm. that's what I wanted. It never came close, let it go. And then I got an opportunity to work on HSN and then QVC, which was all live TV direct response, right? Like moving oh, product, yeah. which mm -hmm. I never looked at it as product for me. I always thought of it as I'm serving the entrepreneurs behind these brands because that's real. You know, you've got physical products. It's a baby. Yeah. It's a dream. So it felt like an honor to help these people achieve their dreams. And what I would have never known is come full circle when I wanted to move back to home LA to LA and be near my family because that those jobs are on the East Coast. In the beginning of 2017, I got a call, hey, we're doing a shopping segment, but it requires a specific skill set of direct response on extra. Would oh. you like the contract? It was no <laughs> Because you and I talked about this before. It's like you can get very specific about what you want and how you want it to feel and then let it all go and let the universe do her magic. And so how would I have known that I get the chills even talking about it, that <laughs> the universe was preparing me for a segment that there was like two people in the nation that were qualified for and it happened to land on my lap. So now I've been on extra for two and a half years and it is like such a fun honor and privilege, but a full circle of... I get to now say what I want, when I want, <laughs> how I want, because I, I write the scripts, I serve the brands, I'm speaking to millions of viewers, it's practically live, we do it in one take, and just to now stand full circle, and that leverage of that show, because it's only one hour a week of my time, mm -hmm. it allows me the freedom and the flexibility to get to do all those other things, say what I want, how I want, where I want, and when I want. I get to have that life, so I'm fully aware that I'm living my dream, but it came with ebb and flow, it came with letting go of timelines and how it needed to show up. And that is something that is so important in terms of simplicity. Don't make it complex. Trust the process. Mm, oh, I love that story. That's, that's speaking, <laughs> it's a bizarre speaking my story. love language. Yeah, oh, there you I, go. I absolutely love it. I've got goosebumps all over my <laughs> So along that journey, though, have you questioned your worthiness in terms, because high visibility comes with a lot of um, inner game work that has to happen to get prepared to be that visible. What were some of the challenges, if you're comfortable with sharing, that you have moved through in order to be comfortable with visibility? 
Oh, well, girlfriend, (laughs) anyone that knows me or follows my podcast or the stuff that I'm up to knows that one of my mentors right now and has been for, for quite some time is Tony Robbins amongst Mm -hmm. many others. You've been one. I've definitely (laughs) and reposted many of your quotes and nuggets. Um, so I went to one of his events called date with destiny. It's a signature event. Have you ever been Sarah? I've only been to Business Mastery. Oh, okay. I, I really want to go to the rest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so so. Date with Destiny is really profound, and for anyone who's seen the Netflix documentary called "I'm Not Your Guru," that's mm-hmm. that particular event. So when um that that show "I'm Not Your Guru" came out, that became like at the top of my bucket list. I just wanted to go there. I knew that it was calling me but I didn't really know why. And I thought it was like, I've got to quit smoking. Cause I was an on again, off again smoker for almost 30 years. And I thought, Oh, oh if I can just quit smoking. That'll be everything. So I definitely quit smoking at date with destiny in 2017. But what I was shocked by is Tony talks about these six human needs that all humans on the planet have. I won't mm-hmm. go into that, but one of them is significance and how it yeah. works for you and works against you, right? Significance of wanting to feel seen, feel loved, Mm -hmm. feel important, know that you matter and that you're worthy, then the significance can really F you up, you know, in other ways of, I want to be seen. I want to know that I matter. (laughs) I want to know that I'm worthy. And how does that show up, especially in social media, right? The views, the comments, the likes, you know, Mm -hmm. and can we base our worthiness on that book sales, right? Membership sales, all that stuff. And so as I was there, I mean, I literally not metaphorically, like literally dropped to my knees and started sobbing on day four actually makes me want to cry right now Yeah, because I realized how much significance was running me at a level that was so deeply subconscious. And I was always consumed with what people thought and what would they think if I did that or what would they think Mm. if I said that or posted that or did this. And I realized I was in my own way because of that significance driving me so hardcore. Now, I also knew that I was magnanimous and loving and compassionate and deeply caring, but that other piece overran it. So at Date with Destiny, I got very clear on my mission. So when you said, what is your mission? That mission is new. It's only 18 months old, right? Because oh, wow. December okay. of 2017. So while I had always dabbled in personal development, it was more shelf help than self-help. It was <laughs> yeah. on the shelf, right? Some of yours. Yeah. And but was I really integrating, much less implementing? And and so here I was because it was six days of full immersion. I got it on a cellular cellular level, and that's when I realized I had to start a podcast. I had to let my own voice be heard, not just scripts and bullet points and producer mm. notes. I need to really let myself get out there, and that was really hard for me in the beginning. But what happened for me a couple months later, because we, we had a hiatus at Extra, and this is where I really knew it was working, and that I was truly moving forward and making progress, is I walked on set, and I no longer had a thought of, do I look pretty? Do I look skinny? Is the lighting <laughs> Do I look tall enough? Am I cool enough? Do they like me? Do the viewers like me, the crew, the host, the producers, et cetera? And I knew that I had one mission, and it was to serve the show. It was oh. to serve the segment. <laughs> And when I got behind that mindset, I'm telling you, everything took off, including sales, because it is a sales segment. And everything, I mean, my boss was like, what is going on? It's a little bit of magic. And I was like, all I did was let it be about others and not about me. So I don't know if that answers your question, but I definitely dealt with it. And I'll still, like, I got a really negative review on my podcast the other day. Like, this was the second (laughs) 
ever. And it was yeah. a one star. And this person said, oh, I couldn't get through the episode. All she wanted to do was talk about herself. And I thought, wow, how cool that I've come full circle. And then my first thought is, wow, this person must be really hurting that they would take the time to slam me. Right. Yeah. Take the yeah. Time. It's a projection. Yeah. <laughs> totally. And I was like, oh my God, who cares? You know? And it's like, so that stuff, like, oh, if that would have happened even a year and a half ago, I would have talked about it, called a friend about it, probably five friends about it. Yeah. Nowadays, it's just like, I just keep doing what I'm doing. I'm here to serve. I'm here to love. I'm here to give. Oh, I love that. And I love the fact that a one-star review can't slow you down. Oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. you got to say thank you. I, I mean, it means you're relevant. It means you're doing something right. Oh my God, you're <laughs> so true. It's so true. Yeah. I'll share yeah. a story really quickly. When I was at HSN, the Home Shopping Network, this is a major beast of a business, right? They're doing mm -hmm. $6 billion a year. You what? know, I would go on. Yeah. yeah, people don't realize it. This is not your grandma shopping network where they're selling can openers at 4 a.m. This mm -hmm. is like some of the most iconic brands from Apple and Lancome and LG. And so from tech to prestige beauty to high fashion. And so I happen to do a lot of prestige beauty. And so sometimes, get this, our sales quota per hour was $10 million an hour. So when you can really go through that and it's all live, there's no script, there's no prompter, there's no producer in your ear um, and get through it and succeed and meet those quotas or beyond, you're like, okay, I, I, I can do this. You start to trust yourself more and more. But the more that you're out there, right, especially with the big brands in the prime hours, I would then get more hate more like bashing in the chat rooms and online and social, et cetera. So I remember I was having a review with my boss. We were sitting in there and she was like, so we got to talk about, you know, what's happening in the chat rooms. And, and I was like, yeah, because it's like killing me. Like this is before date with destiny. This is like when I was still mired in significance and I wanted everybody to love me as, as if, right. And she was like, here's, I said, so what's going on? Am I in trouble? Like, am, am I doing something wrong? And she gave me a great rule of thumb. And I want, I just think it's important to share this because I try to do it as often as I can. She said, we follow the 80-20 rule. When you're about 80% good, they love you, they like you, you know, they're following you, they trust you. And it's 20% just trash, negative, dark, that's good. When you start to tip more than 20%, we got to look at it. If you're less than 20%, we got to look at it because it means you're not relevant. So to your point, she's like, so we just kind of watch it. If it's 80-20, we're good. And I'm like, okay, I've got two negative reviews out of like almost 200. I am good. <laughs> you know what I mean? And my boss at the time giving me a review said something to the effect of, we watch it. If it's 80% positive and 20% negative. That's great. If you're way less than 20%, it's not so great because it means you're not relevant. They don't care, right? Yeah. They don't care yeah. enough to write in their negative reviews. Yeah. But if it's over 20%, then it's like, huh, we need to maybe start paying attention to this. In other words, you're going to get the negativity. You've got to let that go and just stay in your lane and keep doing what you're doing. Mm. Yeah, you really do. And, and it's, it's testimony to who you are as a person too, to know that you've done that work to get to where you are today. But I know for me, it was a really steep learning curve. I would get yeah. so affected by people's comments or, and I don't get that many, but out of thousands of comments, maybe one negative comment would just rub me the wrong way and throw me off. But slowly but surely, I read the um, Four Agreements. Have you ever read that before? Oh God, yeah, I love it. Yeah, the first agreement, don't take things personally. <laughs> It's so true, but you know what? That book was written before social media. 
I always think like, Donnie Yo Ruiz, can we have like a 2.0 version? Because it's hard not to, but I, I love what you say. It's like, you know, you just learn over time that it's never about you. It's about them. You know, if someone does something to me, like let's, I live in LA, so there's just traffic, right? So if someone (laughs) cuts me off or flips me off or honks their horn or whatever, I'm like, whoa, what are they going through? But the moment that I start to personalize that or internalize that, now that's my work. Mm. Easier said than done. Sometimes sometimes I flip them back off, you know, and I'm like, okay, (laughs) I got some work to do today. (laughs) So for the listeners out there that, oh, let's see, would, I mean, the theme seems to be visibility right now that we're heading in that direction intuitively. For somebody who wants to be more visible and perhaps get on camera or get on a stage or uh, hone their mission to reach thousands of people around the world, what would you say is the best thing that they can do today that will set that ball into motion? Okay, this is a really great question and this is right up my alley. So um, last February, I was challenged by um, a girlfriend of mine. She's an author, a speaker, and a coach, very successful, you know, seven-figure earner, did it all on her own. And Mm -hmm. she built her business off of Facebook Live video in the last two years. Well, she had started before Facebook Live with just posting. But once Facebook Live video came out, that's where she really ramped up and increased her business by like 500% in two years. So we had done a soul cycle class, which is a spinning class. And we were walking to our cars and she said, you know, maybe you should try Facebook lives. And I was like, oh, hell no. (laughs) I'm used to like the perfect lighting, the perfect composition, the perfect stage, right? All of that. But remember, I had just been to date with destiny and I wanted to put myself out there and I wanted to let myself be seen, but I didn't know how to do that. I still didn't know how to do that. So I was like, oh my God, that feels so scary for me. But anyway, I took her up on our challenge and I did 30 days of Facebook lives. And in the midst of that challenge, I started to get more empowered and I built some courage up and my confidence built up. Now, in the beginning, it wasn't like that. I would shake. I would delete some of them only <laughs> if I didn't like them or if I didn't like what I was saying. I was always concerned, overly obsessed with the angle. Do I look pretty? Do I look <laughs> All that stuff that we do as women, you know, yeah. um, who's going to watch this? Oh my God. I would have thoughts that like, people in my Facebook feed were like, oh gosh, what would my friends from high school think? Or what would my ex-boyfriend family think? You know, (laughs) which is what we all do. Who does she think she is? That's that little small voice that likes to come in and just mess with us. And then before I knew it, I had launched my first online mastermind. And last year, as a result of doing Facebook lives, I was able to generate an easy six-figure business, never paying for marketing, never paying for advertising, solely off of Facebook lives. And let me just say, I wasn't aggressive about it. I would do like one, maybe two a week after that 30-day challenge. So then... As I saw that, and then I would take all my groups through and have them do the 30-day Facebook challenges. These are people that sometimes were 100 to 150 pounds overweight, or Mm -hmm. they were tech entrepreneurs or PhD scientists or attorneys or realtors or physicians, the least likely candidate, Mm -hmm. right? Like, no, 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 no. We don't do anything on camera, especially not live. And every single one of them, when I asked them as well, go through like a 90-day program, which is some of my masterminds, what was your single most powerful, effective takeaway? And hands down, it would always be, God, those Facebook lives changed my life. I allowed myself to be seen. I allowed myself to be visible. So this year, as as a 
celebration of the one year anniversary to my very first Facebook Live on Valentine's Day last year, I started a challenge on Facebook. And now there's almost 1300 people from all around the world who can just come in and it's a closed group and they are doing Facebook Live, oftentimes daily, sometimes not. And they'll just start simple, 30 seconds, one minute. Sometimes the camera's not even on their face. And these people are unbelievably empowered. And they are like, they they salute me for, for giving them the space where they don't have to do it in their own feed, where they're worried mm. about what their high school friends and ex <laughs> would think, right? Yeah. So lit up. And here's the thing, and I wanted to share this with you. I ask a question in order for you to join, which it's not required. 30% um, of the people haven't answered it, but out of 1,300 people almost, the question is, is why do you want to join the Facebook Live Challenge? So out of almost 1,300 people, 70% have answered that question. And Sarah, the same answer for 70% is, I want to be seen. It's time oh. for me to step up. It's time for me to be visible. And I'm like, we are striking a chord here. We are yeah. so used to hiding behind a perfect post, an mm -hmm. edited piece of content, a pre-recorded video. Even for those of us who were bold enough to put ourselves on video, it's still perfectly edited and produced with graphics and music and perfectly curated content. When you let it rip and you let yourself be seen and you download whatever you've got to say on your heart in real time, people trust you more. They connect to you more. And I've seen people build dreams and careers and missions from this. It's incredible. Mm. Oh, I love that. And it also speaks into the fact that people are ready now to take that leap. They don't have to like lose the weight or make the money or, you know, put it off into some future destination that they can take that action today. It's so true. There's a, there's one of uh, my members, he's been in practically every, I think he's been in every group I've ever offered. And he is the top contributor to the Facebook live challenge group. And his name is um, Rafael Rolon. He's a, he's an internal medicine physician out of Florida. And mm -hmm. he is someone who's also about a hundred pounds overweight, maybe more. He shares it. I can't remember the number anyway, as he started to share. So when he first came on to my groups, he would only be on video, like with his eyes up and dark mm -hmm. room. And then it was uh, like cheek up and still dark uh, room. And it was like chin up, but only showing his face, never showing his body. Then before you knew it, it was like letting himself be seen chest up light on. Then before you knew it, it was like, doing Facebook Live, showing himself working out. Now listen to this. He is leading a group, a small group of people in real time. He's losing the weight with them through a challenge in live video, and he's got the most support. It's incredible. You decide that you're ready by being courageous now. You don't have to be perfect. And I always say this. Nobody's looking for perfect everybody's looking for real. I know that's something you stand behind, but when you allow yourself to be seen right now, single, maybe overweight, don't have the money yet. Don't know how you're going to do all this, but you just share that. And you're like, mm. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but let's do it together. Let's link arms. People will show up for that because it's disarming. It's relatable and people love it. Yeah, I just, it just makes me feel very thankful for social media. Oh my God, <laughs> and for sure. What did people do 20 years ago? I mean, I remember not being on my phone all the time 20 years ago or connecting with people as much. So it really is a, a great creative tool for people. I agree. But how do you manage it with four kids and a loving husband and a big business? <laughs> do you have days or maybe certain periods of a day where you just say no screen time for this time? 
I wish I could in <laughs> full transparency. I think I'm a little bit addicted or at least I have like control issues around needing to know that I'm not needed. So <laughs> it's like I need to dip in and check my email or check Instagram because I want to know if I can be of service as well. Right. So it, you just never know what's going to come through, whether it's like somebody that needs emotional support or they're facing a difficult situation. So it, it, I just love, I love social media. I believe it's a blessing. It can be a curse depending on how you use it. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. But see, but your mindset yeah. is all about loving it and embracing it and you let it work for you. You don't let it work you, you know, and it's yes. a platform for you to serve more people that you would have never reached. It's incredible. Oh, thank you. What you do. <laughs> well, thank you. And I can say the same for you and the impact that you're making. So what's next? What's the big vision? Oh, God, what a great question. I, so I thought I had a big launch plan for June and then, and then I decided to just put everything on hold because I had been advised by a few people that are like key advisors to people like, I don't know, some of my mentors like Ariana Huffington and, and, mm -hmm. you know, Dave Asprey and Marie Forleo back in the day, Lewis Howes. And mm -hmm. I had a chance to sit with him and he was like, Michelle, sometimes patience is the fastest way to success. He was like, I see what you're doing. I know what you're doing. I'm excited about it. He's like, but maybe slow it down. Cause he was, he was experiencing from a high level point of view and I'll just be completely candid. It seemed for him more hustle. Now I know for mm -hmm. sure this year is less hustle. Like some of the things that come my way, I would have never asked for. They just, you know, I believe <laughs> proximity is power. Like I'm just blessed and I know it. And when I live from that mindset, I get calls and emails where I'm like, wow, that was in my vision, but I didn't even do any efforting. So yeah. I know it's not quite hustle. It's more flow, but I am launching a whole digital course Academy around live video mastery. So that is what I'm working on. I've been doing, um, case studies. I've been taking labs. So 12 students through at a time. I'm on my fourth lab right now. Everybody loves it. It's a six week curriculum. And what it does is it shows people it's the same proven uh, principles that I've worked with for nine years in TV um, retail, right? So direct response. Mm -hmm. It's what I use on extra to write my scripts. It's what works. And mm -hmm. it's what I also used last year as I was launching my first mastermind programs from Facebook live videos. And it's all the same thing. Serve, don't sell, right? Share, don't sell. Well, you know that yeah. it's a concept, just module where they are able to, I mean, four people already have started generating big careers, like five and six figure careers, just as a result of going through these labs. So that is the next big thing. And it's a three part series, um, but it's really getting comfortable on live video. And so my mm -hmm. course will take them through on a major scale because I've just been doing the labs with 12 students at a time because I wanted to prove my concept out. And I mm. thought I would roll it out in June with an affiliate program, like a big affiliate program. And now I'm scaling it down to, I want to start small. I know that patience is the key, just a handful of the right affiliates, the right partners, instead of going out to everybody, right? And mm. just starting small, really growing it, knowing that this is the long-term vision and then, you know, taking more stages and speaking about visibility, speaking about the courage to be seen and how that impacts not just your Facebook lives, but your life. 
right? And how you really condition your confidence, your certainty, your worthiness, all going back mm. to what we started this conversation with. It's amazing how one equals the other. And that's what I want to be a part of. So my real mission is I help people help people. So if you have a message on your heart, I'll help you get there and convert viewers into whatever program, offer, message, mission that you, you want to get going. Mm, I love that. And, and for anybody listening to this podcast right now that really wants to know the right step of action to take, it really is signing up to a course like Michelle's. Oh, that's, because thank you. that's it's so important. I get asked this question all the time. How did I get to where I am today? And it's because I invested in my education that also had a community around it. And I think you've created that in such a beautiful way that's so empowering. You make such a good point. I mean, going back to my Tony Robbins thing, and hopefully I'll see you, Sarah, at this year's Date with Destiny in December. (laughs) Um, But last year I went to six Tony Robbins events. So I invested a pretty penny. You know, it was probably Mm -hmm. $30,000, probably eight weeks of my time. But my business tripled. I found my mission. I'm impacting lives and I have never been more fulfilled and more certain that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So it's getting into those rooms, understanding who your community is. And then of course, branching out. Like I love your community. I love Oprah's community. I love Brene Brown's community. Like I love Abraham Hicks, you know, all this, you find your tribe, right? Your vibe attracts your tribe, but you got to get out there and you got to get into the rooms and more than just for like an hour. Right. And when Mm. you invest in yourself, you get it back tenfold. You really can if you have that mindset of knowing that this is an investment to your future. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's such an exciting time to get excited about the things that can take you to that next chapter of your life as well. Like there is no greater time than to really strike while the iron's hot and do something because that's how you stay ahead of the game. And I know that investing in education is the smartest thing that you can do. (laughs) And this is the precipice, you know, it's like video has been around for obviously a few years. I mean, we know like Cisco just came up with this great report on that in 2020, 80% of web traffic is going to have video attached to it. Live video takes that to the next level. So for anyone who starts getting, I mean, it's like 1% of 1% of 1% probably right now of the world world, having the audacity and courage to do live video. But in a few years from now, it's going to be commonplace. So there's like this little window. Do you Mm. use um, live video, Sarah? I do. It's really interesting because a couple of years ago, we launched the Manifesting Academy and Mm. we were going to use, I I don't know whether you've heard of this before, the product launch formula. No, I haven't. it's a product that a lot of uh, online marketers use. It's a, it's a process of pre-recorded videos on a web page, but I decided that I wanted to do it live. Yes. <laughs> even, even though it drove my husband nuts. He's like, are you crazy? You can't do a product launch formula live. But it, actually, <laughs> it was the key to our success. And I, had, uh, I was launching the product and we had 6,000 people watching live on my oh Facebook my Live. Now, yeah, because we, we used it. the key? Live versus pre-recorded. It was a sequ- well, it was a sequence of different elements. So we had the messenger broadcast go out to get all of the people there so they were pre-warmed. Mm-hmm. And so they knew that they were engaging in a community collaborative experience. And mm. people are craving that. Yes. And that's yes. what makes this live so magical. And then if you have an offer that's authentically served to the audience, it yeah. becomes a no-brainer <laughs> to just go, oh yeah, I want to 
I want to be part of that. Let me give you your money. <laughs> you <know? laughs> it's so true. And I should also point out that like my first um, course that I will roll out, and I believe it's going to be the end of the summer because I want to tie it into the fall. Um, it, so I'm just slowing it down by three months. It's not like I've like shelved it forever. <laughs> just a couple of months. And also I want to enjoy the summer. I've decided um, there is that. But um, <laughs> so believe me, enjoy means like out of the 3000 things I do, just take that one and just, you know, postpone it a little bit. But um, yeah. my digital course will also all be live and then they'll be recorded, you know, and then um, uploaded into the modules, but it's live because it has to be. And I think yeah. that when you go live, they can see you, they can feel you. And that trust factor, that authenticity factor, it just skyrockets to a way that you can't even put a value on. Mm, it really does. It yeah. really does. I, I love that so much. So, okay. So here's my next question. If you could have a dinner party with three people, who would they be and why? Oh my God. <laughs> I hate this question because I love it so much. Um, well, I have to say as much as I've said, Tony Robbins is one of my mentors. I feel like I know him really well because I've been to like nine of his events now. Um, yeah. I'd love to have dinner with Gail um, and Oprah. I just would. Like I love Gail. Yes. I love Oprah. I love them so much. Um, oh, hell, I'll just throw Maya Angelou in there too. So those three women, I just have been so inspired by, but then you've got to be my date. So it's going to be five <laughs> okay, badass <wow>. women. We're <laughs> going to go in there and we're going to talk about, you know, transparency and letting ourselves be seen and being empowered, but yet still being feminine and, and connecting and making an impact and wanting to serve something bigger than ourselves. I mean, that would be like a powerhouse table plus there's generations because you didn't have to, you didn't say dead or alive right so I know my no. <laughs> yeah. yeah I just I feel like if I could be best friends with those ladies like my life would be made doesn't mean that like I would get more clients and more business I just feel like there'd be so much wisdom yeah and like you said I, I think you used a specific phrase before about uh it's the people that you know or, or proximity yes proximity to genius is very yes. important yeah yeah what about yeah. you who would be your favorite? Oh, well, Oprah would definitely be there. I think. Oh, okay. Be... Well, so then for sure we're doing it yeah. with Oprah one day. Uh, you know what? Let's just go with your list because that sounds really good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> sounds really good to me. Oh, well, thank you so much for being on the show today, Michelle. It was such a pleasure to have this conversation with you. And again, I just want to honor you for the beautiful and powerful work that you do in the world. Oh, likewise, my friend. I'm so honored to know you. And let's be clear, if it weren't for social media, I wouldn't have come across you. So thank you for all that you do and putting yourself out there. And you're just so amazing. And I'm deeply inspired by you. And I read Dear Universe every single night before I go. Oh, to I always okay. pull it open to a page and I just grab what I need. And then I now you've got me asking the universe to show me my beloved in my <laughs> dream. And it's such, I'm telling you, you are an angel in my life. So thank you. Oh, thank you so much, Michelle. Where can people find out more about what you have to offer? Oh, thank you. So on social media, I'm Michelle Sorrow. And then my website is michelle-sorrow.com. And that's where you can always find a new lab or mastermind <laughs> or everything that I'm up to. Okay. Thank you so much, Michelle. Thank you, love. 
See, I told you that you would absolutely fall in love with Michelle. She is a powerhouse. And I am just so grateful to have had the opportunity to connect with her and to have had that conversation. If you would like to connect with Michelle, you can go to michelle-sorrow.com and have a look at all of the beautiful offerings that she has if you are interested in taking your message with the world to a deeper level. And she really does specialize in helping people to get worthy enough to be visible. And I know from my own experience of having nearly, oh my gosh, it's over 35 million people now viewing my Goalcast videos that went viral, there's a lot of inner game work that is required to prepare for that kind of visibility. And Michelle is your person. She is brilliant. So please go and check her out. Thank you so much for being here for today's episode. I am so grateful that we have connected. And if you would like to either subscribe or leave a rating or review, that would mean the world to me. So until next time, enjoy your journey to manifesting.